Hello there. So today I've seen The Fablemans, which is the new film by Steven Spielberg. So here's my review for it. Uh, essentially, the story is it tells uh, a sort of a semi-autobiographical story of a young boy named Sammy Fableman who sees a film, gets taken to the cinema for the first time, and then it becomes his uh, passion to go and make movies as well. Essentially, that's the story as well. It's meant to be seen as a sort of, like I said, as a semi-autobiographical thing for Steven Spielberg. Uh, it's a very personal film. Tell me he's came out and said that a, a, a lot as well. So while it's not a true story, and of course there's fictional characters, there'll be elements of this that are probably based on truth. And uh, of course there'll be fictional stuff as well. So... Overall, um, let's cut straight to the chase. It's another really good film from Steven Spielberg. I don't think it's a masterpiece or anything like that. I don't think it's absolute top tier, the type of film I would watch again and again and again. But even, I wouldn't, I wouldn't call it lesser though. I'd still say it's a very good film. Like, to be fair, I preferred West Side Story's previous film to this. But I still like this film quite a lot. And I, I really had a good time with it. I mean, it's two and a half hours and it's really well paced. To be fair, I just think the time went in really quick. Never felt the time drag while watching the film. So, but um, again, really well acted as well. The young young man that plays uh, Sammy Fable, or the, like, the more adolescent version of him, uh, Jesse LaBelle, excellent. Gives a great performance here. He's, he's really really does anchor the film well but uh, I've got to say Paul Dano's performance as his father, really excellent it's, it's a nuanced, understated not very showy performance but he does really hit so hits all the nails perfectly what I liked as well about this is if you look at the trailer, it does look like they're going to make the dad out to be the villain and a sort of a, a villain of the piece and there's many things like the, like you, you've got the lines in the trailer about him talking about it being his hobby and things like that. So you do make it does make it look like he's going to be like a domineering dad and things like that. And there's actually you've seen in a lot of Spielberg's films how absent fathers have been a an issue. I've been a theme that's ran through a lot of them, so you didn't, I did wonder if that was what they were going to do, like make him out to be this bad person or something like that. They never did. There are moments when he's just essentially speaking to like Sammy and talking about a hobby and wanting him to do other things, but you know, he just comes across as a, a dad who's he's still a supportive dad, though. He wasn't unsupportive of him overall, so I actually think they really did a really good job of that, made it believable and things, so it was really well done. Uh, Michelle Williams as well she, uh, she plays his mother, and she's she's good in this, but uh, she's got the more showy role in that sense. Uh, her character does like to be the centre of attention a lot. Now she is very good in the film. I think she's good, but you know she's been Oscar nominated. But you know she gets in ahead of Margot Robbie. It's like ah, I need to let that one go. But poor Margot. But you know would I put her in in front of Margot? No, definitely not. But you know she's good though. Whatever Oscars or Oscars, whatever it is, what it is. Uh, speaking of actors, it's actually really good to see Jude Hirsch in this. He, if you, he was the guy that played uh, Jeff Goldblum's dad in Independence Day. What a great character he was. Haven't seen him in anything for ages. Can't remember if he was in Independence Day 2 or not, to tell you the truth. Can't remember because I, I kind of instantly forgot that film after seeing it because why would I want to remember that piece of shit? 
But um, yeah, it was good to see him in that assist as well. So he's not in a great deal. He's got a couple of scenes, but he's very good, very entertaining still. So you know, and the film has a lot of charm as well. Like you see, like the young Sammy first starting to make his home films as well. That's really good. And the scenes where he's making films, one great scene when he's uh, directing an actor as well, really properly directing him, really is good, really believable. The other thing I, what I really liked about this is Sammy Fablemont never comes across as a pretentious little twat, you know, because sometimes, and which actually, and yeah, and that honestly feels believable as well because you know Spielberg has never been pretentious he's a person that believes in the art but he's never been a snob you'll never hear Spielberg talk down on comic book movies or blockbusters or anything like that but he'll just go and, and make he's the most not only do I feel he is the greatest director of all time he's the most versatile as well he can do anything and he pulled he proved that a couple of years ago when he pulled it off well last just over a year ago West Side Story the one thing he hadn't done musical he did it and knocked out of the park uh maybe not commercially of course but you know but from an entertainment star anyone who actually sees this film really likes it so you know there you go but the the other thing, so like I was saying though, uh, there's sometimes when they're doing uh, certain things like things about people who are artists or whatever, singers, whatever, actors, directors, anything that's sort of biopo- bi- biopic or anything like that, sometimes they come across as little pretentious little arty farty twats, snotty little twats at times. Never comes across here. Sammy Fableman always is a likeable character. Um, which is very key here. The other thing to say is, though, that's not to say he's painted as some sort of hero as well, which is what I like. It's not a narcissistic type of thing when they make him like Little Mr. Perfect or anything like that. There's even moments when he's like arguing with his siblings and like his sisters call him selfish and things like that. And he does get called selfish when he's starting to prioritise his filmmaking over his family in certain moments. So, you know... They don't paint him out to be an absolute saint or anything like that. So I, I was glad it wasn't any sort of narcissistic thing like that. Which is, and to be fair, it's always came across with Spielberg that he's never been that type of person. You know, it always does come across as humble, confident in his own abilities, as of course it should. But you, you never see the ego of something like the way it comes across with James Cameron. Of course, James Cameron is insufferable in interviews. Let's be real. I loved Avatar. I loved it. It was fantastic. But let's be real. He, he, he really can rub people the wrong way. I think that what a lot of people want that to feel did come from Cameron's attitude, to be fair. I mean, could you just imagine them doing a film like this about James Cameron? They'd have him, like, walking about the school. Instead of being humble, he'd be walking about saying, yeah, I'm going to make the biggest movies of all time and things like that. And I'm going to be the first director to make multiple films get to $2 billion and things like that. And you'd be, like, strutting down the school hallway and things like that. Uh, you'd just be like, any time you see somebody with a, like a Marvel comic, you just say, "That's not a real, uh, that's not a real comic. It's not, it's not good, good storytelling." He'd probably punch them in the face or something like that. And you'd, you'd see the moment when he sees the Smurfs for the first time. And he's like, "That's what I want to make." But still, I digress. But um, yeah, the film. Honestly, the film. I, I really enjoyed it. It was, it was good. It, it never bored me as well. Like I said, the two hour, two and a half hours, the time went in really well. There's a lot of charming moments in this, and I, I, I found myself as well getting more and more drawn in uh, as well as the time went on. So, again, even though it's not the absolute gold tier Spielberg, it's still very, very good. And you know what? 
that's only because gold tier Spielberg is like you're going into greatest films of all time. But even if you go a couple of notches down, you still get a, a film of high quality. And this is a film of high quality. I did really enjoy it, The Fablemans. And the one thing I'm going to say, the one thing I'm going to say, which this the way the film, if you look at, I mentioned about how the way the dad seems to be portrayed in the trailers as well, uh, could be off-putting. And things like, well, not so much off-putting, but maybe a bit misleading because you think he's going to be like a domineering bad dad character. And I was pleasantly surprised that he wasn't, you know. The other thing is that the thriller does make it look like you kind of have to be like obsessed with films to be interested in this film. It might be the sort of thing, if you see the trailer, you might think, yeah, I just want to watch a good film with a good story or whatever. I'm, I'm not, but I'm not got this massive love or massive interest. I'm kind of more of a casual f- film goer. I don't think this is meant for me. You might think that. Uh, that would be very easy to see why you would think that. But to be fair, while there is a clear love for movies in here and the process of making them and the passion and the drive to make, to want to make them and want to tell stories, the key thing here is it doesn't overwhelm the film. It actually is just a good story in itself. It's a good human drama. It's a good family drama. So if you are interested in dramas with interesting characters where you can actually get absorbed and see what the character uh, actually be involved in, in the characters, that's, it's there. It's there. You don't have to be a massive cinema buff if you just like good character drama, family dramas. This is actually does it. It doesn't hit you over the head with the stuff. It's, with the cinema stuff, I mean, it's there. It's clear it's there, but it doesn't dominate it. It's, it still manages to tell a good story first and foremost, and it does this very well. So... Big thumbs up for the Fable ones. I really liked it. So there you have it. Thanks ever so much for taking the time to listen and goodbye.